following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you'll be right there in on the action when it comes to college basketball, the NBA, the NHL, pro golf, auto racing, soccer, and more. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time to begin our number two on a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're in the march. Big Ten tournament tips off here in, what, 48 hours? Michigan and Rutgers on Thursday. State's draw is pretty favorable. I'll go through that. Michigan had a chance to beat a two-seed like Chris Ballas with Wolverine.com just said all they had to do is beat Indiana. They would have been two-seed in the Big Ten tournament after everything they've been through. That would have been one hell of a finish, and they were just a couple of shots away. Jim Combroni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU insider at Michigan State in the Big Ten tournament, and they're a rock-solid lock for the NCAA tournament. Michigan probably, not probably, I think they need to beat Rutgers and Purdue. It's a neutral site in Chicago. Tournament's not down in Indy. There'll still be a ton of Purdue fans. It's not that long of a drive from West Lafayette, Indiana to Chicago, Illinois. We'll talk to Comp, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. Did you ever find out with Ballas? Was he he's still judging pigs at the FFA 4-H after school pig fair? Those things happen, man. We do live radio. I tell people I don't get mad like I used to. I mean, last week I said I got to change. And I, you know, since last week I've changed. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Graham Couch on Michigan State in March Madness. Why is his oh so good in March? He's a living basketball god. And Ben Nielsen. From the outdoor show, the ultimate outdoor show is hitting DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids this weekend. My good friend Henry Boucher's final outdoor show. He's going to turn it over to Ben Bear Nielsen. He's killed three bears with his bare hands. Out west, Montana, right where they film Yellowstone. You go up that hill from the big cabin. He killed two bears with his hands there. The legend of Ben Bear Nielsen. We'll hear from him. I'll be live at the show. I think it's on Thursday, Superfly. Sportsman fighting hunger. 
Or if you bring perishable goods, I'll give you all those details. You can get them free to the show on Thursday. I think our old friend Tony Gates is going to join me live on air. Why are you looking at me like you're friends with him and Zane now? You gave me that quick. The head came up like, what? Hey, if if you're on my team now, you're my friend. If you're not, you're the enemy. You can't hold grudges. I got sick and tired of Tony Gates bragging how much better he was at hunting and fishing than me. And I'm a competitor. I can't put a worm on a hook without almost dry heaving. (laughs) I can't do it. Tony's just like, he's a master baiter when it comes to getting your fish ready like a hearty dam. Lake Michigan, trolling there, steelhead. He knows all lures. You, I think he, he'll he go down to the Gulf with sharks, and being a master baiter, he can put, like, chunks of tuna on a hook and catch sharks while he's in a trawler. He's a legend, and the legend lives on. He'll be on the show. Interviewing like other people who hunt and fish. That will be on Thursday at DeVos Place in downtown GR. We'll be there live. So we'll talk to Ben Nielsen uh, from the Ultimate Outdoor Show before the end of this hour. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. How many games do you think Michigan has to win in the Big Ten tournament to make the NCAA tournament? You can answer that question at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Hughes. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Add Hughes Show on Twitter, The Hughes Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on the Hughes text chain. Oh, the car deal with the Saints is four years, 150 mil. So it's a. What does that come down to? Like 38 million a year? Not quite 40. How many of you think Rogers is going to stay in Green Bay? Some are saying he's going to retire. He's not going to walk away from $60 million. Oh, he's quirky because he went into the darkness. It's not quirky. He's spiritual. Oh, that's because he's spiritual. The monetary and possessions don't mean anything to him. Bull crap. He's not living like in a teepee out in the desert. He's going to walk away from 60 mil? I will agree, like with the Packer fans, when I was with the score 07 boys soccer team down at Grand Park near Indy over the weekend. And I and both we played, the last two teams we played were from Milwaukee area. And I said, you know, what do you think? And, oh, these people were angry. And Packer fans are really loyal. They're like Lions fans. But they were angry, like good riddance, get rid of them. Then that one soccer mom kept hugging me. And I'm like, hey, you know, then we'll have to bust out a PPO at the kids' soccer event. Eyes off the prize. I had to go stand away from all the soccer moms. I was like Justin Timberlake of Graham Park. 
Let's go talk to Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider. And Michigan State got some help over the weekend. Michigan almost had the miracle chance at beating Indy and being a two-seed, but the Spartans are rolling in to Chicago, feeling good about life right now. How you doing, Comp? Bill, great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I shared your tweet early yesterday morning when I was down in Indy getting ready for the soccer game. And you said all this had to happen for Michigan State. It might have even been Saturday. I forget what day it was. And, and it all happened, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And, you know, Izzo talked about that at the press conference today. I mean, a lot of the uh, the home teams basically needed to win uh, with the exception of Iowa. Iowa lost at home to Nebraska, who suddenly plays pretty good basketball. Illinois ekes uh, out of victory. Um what was the other one? Uh, Maryland loses to Penn State. All those things needed to happen for Michigan State to finish in the top four and get a double bye, which means they don't have to play till Friday. The extra day of preparation and rest is uh, good at this time of year. So all those things needed to happen. Uh, but basically, Michigan State ends up in the loss column, tied for second place, but because Michigan State played one fewer game than anyone else in the Big Ten, they didn't get a chance to beat Minnesota and finish 12-8. and eight. So they needed some of that help to get up there and to, to be a, a, a double by and be in the top four. And Izzo said today he's making no apologies about it. Yeah, they needed some help. They needed some teams to win. Those teams won, but he's making no apologies. He said, he said Michigan State had the toughest schedule in the Big Ten, and uh, they earned it, and he's, he thinks they deserve to be there, deserve double by, and they're practicing right now, and uh, they're pretty excited. Because yeah, I'm looking at their path to a Big Ten tournament championship uh, the winner of Ohio State-Wisconsin on Wednesday will play Iowa on Thursday. Then Michigan State will play that winner on Friday. If they win that game, you have Rutgers-Michigan on the top side of the 23 Big Ten men's basketball tournament bracket. That winner will take on Purdue. So State could be looking at Purdue uh, in the semifinals for a shot at the championship game. And Look at that bottom side. Minnesota-Nebraska winner will take on Maryland. That winner takes on Indiana, who got the double bye. Northwestern gets the double bye. They'll face the winner of Penn State-Illinois. I'm looking at this tournament bracket and the way some teams, if not all the teams, even including Minnesota at the end here, who are playing well. It's tough to pick a winner, but I do agree with you. Those who had the double bye to Friday, I think, have a huge advantage. It helps. And also, take this into consideration, Michigan State played on Saturday at noon. So they had the rest of Saturday to recover. Everybody else played on Sunday. That, you know, one day can make a difference if you have to march back out there and play Wednesday. I mean, by the time Friday rolls around, um, Michigan State will have been off for six days. And maybe that's probably a good thing. I don't know. But uh, they won't won't have to worry about fatigue being a factor or or being a problem. So um, they're sitting pretty good right now. Uh, they feel good. They, you know, Malik Hall had a little bit of a back spasm situation on Saturday, which hurt him defensively, which hurt the team defensively. He did some really good things offensively in the first half. You know, we still have not seen the complete full blast Malik Hall. Maybe we won't this year, but if we do, that's another piece of the puzzle that can make this Michigan State team look better. And this weekend, you know, if they play Iowa again, that'll be an interesting rematch considering the, the overtime game they had uh, last weekend with both teams going over 100 points. That rematch would be interesting if it comes to that, if Iowa wins on Thursday. 
And uh, then if Michigan State wins, they'll, you know, if, if the chalk holds, they'll be playing Purdue. Purdue's been struggling a little bit lately. They seem to have peaked too early this year, but they have matched up well against Michigan State. But that would be an interesting one on Saturday if it comes to this. Who does Purdue play? Who are they awaiting? In they'll, they'll play the winner of Michigan Rutgers. Yeah, Michigan can beat them. That's what I mean. I, I like. I said this right away when I when the bracket was finalized after Northwestern held on to win against Rutgers. That I said, if you're Michigan State in Michigan and you look at the top side of that bracket right now, even with Michigan with two tough, I mean, two of the toughest places to play, two OT losses. Now you go neutral yeah. site in Chicago, and, and I'm saying Northwestern will have some fans there. Illinois could be squirrely. They got Indiana on the bottom, possibly, probably Maryland or Indiana. Indiana gets out of that. I just, I, Purdue is beat by, this is the end of the Big Ten right now, Comp, where who is just playing, if you wanted to say who's playing the best basketball, even though they couldn't finish at Illinois and at Indiana, Michigan's right up there with wins over Michigan State, you know, Wisconsin, all this, and I don't know who to pick in the Big Ten tournament. I think it's wide as wide open as I've ever seen it. No, I agree. It is wide open. And, you know, sometimes in college basketball, the result in terms of a win and a loss it can be a little overrated. I mean, Michigan looked good at Illinois, looked good at Indiana. I mean, if that's a boxing match, they might win the decision in both of those games. Did not execute some late-game situations. Uh, they're going to go to Chicago needing to win. I think they could I, They could win one, you know, that. Rutgers peaked early. We've seen that. They've had some injuries here lately. But, yeah, I, I could see Michigan. I think they're playing pretty well right now, even though they lost those two games. Um, so that would be Michigan-Michigan State on Saturday. Is that possible? Yeah, because you imagine that semifinal down in Chicago. And one thing about yeah. Michigan that you mentioned, and I talked about it in my opening huge opinion today, Comp, that I've heard the football playoff committee talk about quality losses. Uh, we have heard that. Now, granted, they have uh, the worst win, maybe, in any potential NCAA tournament team losing to CMU at home. But when you look at the way they've played at the end, and I get it's a full body of work, uh, but those losses in overtime, like you said, if they were boxing matches, they probably win the decision. Uh, if you yeah. took the entire body of work of those games, that will the committee, if it gets down to, all right, a couple teams lose early that are ahead of Michigan in terms of the bubble or just out of the bubble, and will that and Michigan's a draw and Big Ten is one of the power five. I mean, they, if they beat Rutgers, they may still have a shot getting in. I think right now, comfortably, you'd say they have to beat Rutgers and Purdue. But with that one win, they're in. And on the flip side, Michigan State, if they beat, uh, so they get Ohio State or Iowa, whoever, right? And they go beat them and they beat Purdue. And let's say they beat Indiana in the Big Ten championship game. I think they could slide up. Possibly to they're at the seven line in most bracketologies right now. Depending on what happens with other teams in their conference tournaments, they they could get to the six easily, and who knows, maybe even push for a five to close out. It's uh, yeah, five. You know, Michigan State's been pretty good as a five seed historically. I know that in the NCAA tournament, five seeds lose to the twelve seed at least once a year, and it happens frequently. It has not happened to Michigan State yet. Michigan State, if they go in as a five seed, usually it's a team that's trending up, and they've handled that case in the past. If I'm Michigan State, I'd like to take a five seed. Um, if I'm another team, I would not want to see Michigan State in my bracket next week in the NCAA tournament. I'm not sure I'd want to see Michigan 
either. If they can win their way in, which I think they're capable of of doing. Um, I think Michigan State. It's you know they're they're shooting so well right now. I know they they they're just three and two in their last five or whatever it is, and that's what Izzo talked about today. You know some of the offensive statistics, as he said, are world class here in the last few days. But defense has gone off a cliff. So Izzo's going to be working on defense, and he told his players today. He said, "Hey, listen, we practice today, we practice Monday, we practice Tuesday, then we travel. These three days are the days to get better as a team because once we go to Chicago." It's going to be game, game prep, game prep, game practice, game practice, game prep. You can't work on yourself very much at all once the tournament starts. Maybe you can if you get an NCAA tournament, get out of the first weekend, and then you might have a day when you come back. But if they play Sunday in the Big Ten Championship, you know you could be back on a plane on Tuesday going to Sacramento to play on Thursday. And this, a Sunday-Thursday turnaround going out west, not a good thing. So these are the three days where they work on defense and rebounding. He wants to get those staples back up to snuff. As far as Michigan play, Michigan State potentially on Saturday, that's, uh, you know, of course you want to go in there and win those games. They've played Michigan in the Big Ten tournament a couple of times, and those are emotional games. But me, I, yeah, winning the Big Ten tournament, that's nice and everything. But I would, it's impossible. But I would rather, want, I'd rather, I'd, in a perfect world, I'd rather see what is the t- draw in the NCAA tournament? If I know that I've got to go to Sacramento on Thursday, and I don't even know if Sacramento is a Thursday game or a Friday game, but if I have to go to Sacramento on Thursday, I don't want to play on Sunday in Chicago. I want to lose on Saturday and go home. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. Win one, win one, lose one, go home, get ready for the He's excited. Uh, Comp's excited. It's March Madness, man. He's, he's pausing. Yeah. He's ramping back up. He's got like 10 – caffeinated drinks around them. It's March Madness at SpartanMeg.com. I'll say this. One thing about Purdue, and this is, you know, it's a concern for Michigan and or Michigan State, that Purdue still is in a fight for a one seed uh, with UCLA, so they're going to want to win a couple of games. If they weren't in a fight for a one seed, winning the Big Ten tournament might not be as important as rest on this weekend. It will be interesting what Painter does, and that could affect Michigan and Michigan State. I love it, Comp. You're excited. It's March Madness, Big Ten Tournament Week, Selection Sunday. So much going on. Thank you so much. We'll check back in later in the week and talk about who Michigan State will be playing in their opener on Friday. Yeah, uh, Michigan still has some work to do, but um, there's a chance in a couple weeks we we might see Michigan and Michigan State in the Sweet 16. I know that sounds kind of crazy right now, but... I, it would not shock me. Well, they were they were they were one of the last four in yesterday with Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com. That was prior to Indiana. So if they lost that game, I would think they'd only fall to that first four out. And if they win an opener and another team gets upset early, I mean, there's still some work to do. I think two wins, they're in. If they beat Rutgers and Purdue, one win. Uh, what does the committee think of Michigan and the way they've played? We'll see. Comp, we love you. Stay out of trouble. It's March Madness. I'll try to. Thanks a lot, Bill. Uh, the comp is fired up. He paused, just kept going. Like, ramp him up. Man, Red Bull comp. Keep him coming. Red Bull. Uh, Tony Gates, uh, who will join me Thursday, sportsman uh, fighting hunger on Thursday at the Ultimate Outdoor Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR that runs through. Sunday he says as a master of bait on Michigan and worldwide waterways, I recommend freshwater fishermen 
Uh, the best bait includes worms, leeches, minnows, crawfish, crickets, and grasshoppers. If you're going saltwater, where I was trolling for sharks as a master baiter, uh, saltwater baits include sea worms, eels, crabs, shrimp, strips of squid, and cut up pieces of fish. So he recommends you can purchase your live bait, but find it because it's more natural and organic. And he's a master of his craft when it comes to bait uh, for fishing, and he'll be a part of the Ultimate Outdoor Show this weekend, which is awesome. And Tony will be on the show uh, with me on Thursday. And we'll talk to Ben Nielsen from the Ultimate Outdoor Show, the final one for the legendary Henry Boucher. Boule Boucher Abissois. Says well. Final show. He's one of the great showmen out there. And this was his baby along with the GR Boat Show. So we look forward to seeing Henry. We'll be out there on Thursday. Make sure you bring some non-perishable goods. I think I said perishable earlier. Yeah, bring a gallon of milk. We'll use that. Non-perishable goods. And you'll get him free. More details coming up later when we talk uh, to Ben. If you want to join in on our Bud Light huge question of the day, what do you think Michigan has to do in the Big Ten tourney? How many wins to get in on Sunday in the NCAA tournament field? You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. A few home games do remain. Check the schedule. Follow the Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also tickets available at Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business on any tax or business need you have, go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And we're close to March Madness, so be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R dot com. We play for the thrill. 
I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here with a reminder for everybody to join Van Andel Institute Purple Community and the Grand Rapids Griffins for the Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR to benefit cancer awareness. Find out more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com will join us. Talk about Michigan's last two losses, man. What could have been? And they might have gone, if they would have won at Illinois and at Indiana, they would have gone from maybe a playing game to a what? You know, 10 seed? I don't think a nine, but maybe with some Big Ten tourney wins. Now our Bud Light huge question of the day presented by Fabiano Brothers, who serve up Bud Light in Detroit and across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. How many wins does Michigan need in the Big Ten tourney in Chicago this week to get in? They'll play Rutgers on Thursday. Two... I think guarantees them if they come right back and beat Rutgers and beat Purdue, who is slated to be a one seed. But Purdue is battling UCLA right now for a one seed. I wish Purdue had a one seed wrapped up because then they might look at this tournament and say, hey, we got the Big Ten regular season. Rest is more important. Maybe cut down on minutes. Let's go ask that Bud Light huge question of the day to Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com. By the way, you can answer on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Anthony Broom is uh, standing by. A lot of music. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Uh, they got W's instead of losses in both of those games. They're guaranteed a spot in the tournament, so... That Bud Light huge question of the day, I'm asking the audience, what do you think they need to do, win those first two games to get back in? Yeah, I mean, I think it's win two to get yourself back in the conversation, and that's full stop there with that, too. Um, You know, even if you found a way to get one of these two games uh, that they played at Illinois, at Indiana, uh, we might even be talking about them being in right now. But um, once again, 
they reverted to form the form of snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, um, especially the one. I mean, they both hurt. Uh, no, make no mistake about that. But you know, when you're down, you know, everyone went through the full gamut of emotions in that game yesterday, where you're down 14 in the first half, you go up by as many as 12 with 12 minutes to go, and um, it's just it's just more of the same. I mean, in a pressure packed situation. Um, it's a team full of guys that are just kind of puckered up and haven't been able to uh, to get a, just just one extra win, two extra wins somewhere over the span of 31 games. And it's uh, listen, I mean, they're they're going to the final week outside of they're not in the bubble conversation unless they have you know they win at least one game. Thursday's you know one of those you lose Thursday you're out for either Michigan or Rutgers, and then. You know, I guess you'd have the the game Friday with Purdue where you'd have a chance to, okay, that's a resume win, that's a quad one win, but I just I haven't seen much this year to suggest that they can put together two quality wins in a row. They've gone on winning streaks, but um they don't play enough winning basketball. And that's that's the most damning thing of all for them right now. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer guest line. Why the struggles at the end of games this year? Would it be that, you know, you you've gone you know, through a couple of different point guards, people handing the rock. Jed Howard has been a focal point uh, on getting the rock early in games most of the season when he's playing. Buffkin and uh, Dickinson have emerged here late as go-to guys. Buffkin working his way possibly into the first round of the NBA draft. Inexperience, poor coaching, uh, bad luck. Uh, what would you say is the main problem on Michigan executing at the end of winnable games? I think the biggest problem is that it isn't just one thing. I mean, it, it, it's, it's been different things in different games. We've seen, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting to see a good Michigan look at the buzzer coming off of a timeout you call late in the game. I haven't seen that. Feels like in a long time. Uh, you know, they don't have, you know, it feels like the closest thing they have to a guy with that alpha dog, you know, you want the ball in his hands mentality is Kobe Buffkin and, you know, it seems like in some of these late game situations, they just forget he exists for whatever reason in, in favor of, you know, getting Hunter Dickinson a post touch or getting Jet Howard a, you know, 30 foot three at the buzzer. It's, um, I think their issues are program wide. I think it goes to, you know, I think their player leadership, uh, needs to be, needs to be a little bit better. I mean, that 2020, 2021 team that went to the elite eight, those guys, that was a team full of dogs. I mean, guys, you know, um, NBA players too, uh, maybe not, maybe not NBA stars, but guys that will at least sit on an NBA bench and, and play five, six, seven, eight years in the league. They don't have, they don't have that right now. And I think the most, the most criminal thing of all is that you have two guys that are potentially lottery picks and a former all American center. And we're sitting here, you know, we're sitting here, you know, a couple of days out from the big 10 tournament crossing our fingers that they can win a couple of games to even be in the consideration on selection Sunday. So, yeah, I mean, it's Juwan Howard. It's, you know, when you have, it's, it's Juwan, it's the players, it's uh, roster construction. And when you have just this litany of issues, you know, the only through line with that, I'm not putting him on the hot seat, but um, you know, Juwan Howard hasn't done a good enough job this year. Uh, and that's brass tacks, uh, you know, as it pertains to that. So, Again, I, I think he's afforded himself the opportunity to, to fix this. 
I think that he's, uh, I think he is a good head coach, but this year, I mean, it's just, these pieces fit to fit together better than last year's team, but there's just a lack of, uh, lack of attention to detail, lack of, you know, I don't want to say effort, but there are some effort things that you see. We're not diving on the ground for a loose ball or not boxing someone out. That's basketball 101. And to me, that's, that's the most disappointing thing of all, especially when you have a group that, you know, the sum uh, is not adding up to what the quality of this, the parts are, in my opinion. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. So if they don't hear their name on Sunday for the NCAA tournament, are you required to accept the NIT bid? Do you have to, or can you say no? And what do you think Michigan will do? I think you can say no. I seem to remember recently, or at least in the last 10 years, Duke declining an NIT invitation. So I think you can do it. But, you know, for me, if it was a team that had a bunch of, you know, veteran guys on it, I would maybe say, you know what, this year, this year has been kind of a, you know, taxing and a bit of a disaster at times. Let's just end this and get to the off season. But, you know, I want to see Doug McDaniel play more basketball. I want to see, um, you know, I want to see the bones of a team that can come back next year and make sure this doesn't happen again. But again, I mean, I know Michigan fans aren't going to be fired up for NIT. Um, you know, we would rather be covering an NCAA tournament, but I just feel like when you look at some of these young players, I think the, the McDaniels, the, the Will Shedders of the world, uh, some of the other pieces on the roster, maybe guys that haven't gotten a ton of playing time, like an Isaiah Barnes or, um, you know, you name it. I just feel like you get better at basketball by playing more basketball and playing tournament caliber basketball. So I know it wouldn't be the NCAA tournament, but again, no one's going to be, you know, no one's going to get fired up about it. But if this team has a chance to play postseason basketball, I really do think they should take that in, you know, whatever form that takes. But, you know, maybe, maybe they're not so far away either um, in terms of figuring it out. It's, just the repeated mistakes over and over. And maybe maybe we don't need to see another couple games of that uh, in the postseason. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, I get the young guys playing, and it's NIT, and you get to play some games, and who knows, you get some TV exposure. We'll see. But, man, when they go back and look at those games where like they had an 80% chance to win on probability, and they just couldn't finish. And I agree with you. Hunter Dickinson has stepped up the way they played in the last month, you wonder where that was earlier in the season, but you still are dealing with two young guys and uh, McDaniel and Jed Howard at times. Like to start that IU game, uh, the guy's a ball hog. I'm just going to say that flat out, and he doesn't play defense. And if he's not hitting his shots, he has no use on the floor. Zero in my mind. Zero. Nothing. And then you watch Buffkin take over to start the second half, and what happens? They got a lead, right? It's simple basketball math. I'm not pinning it on Jed Howard, but he is young, and when he's not hitting shots and if he's not playing defense, you park him right next to Dad on the bench. I can't argue with that, really. I mean, what did Michigan do a couple of years ago when you know when Duncan Robinson wasn't hitting his shots and wasn't? Uh, and obviously, I know very different caliber of players, uh, recruits. I, I get that, but if the only thing you bring to the table is your shot making and you're not making shots, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I, I would be, I'm, I'd be surprised there's not a quicker hook. And I'm not going to sit here and accuse of nepotism or anything like that. I still think that the best version of this Michigan team includes Jet Howard when he's playing well, but you 
you know, I don't know if it's the, the injuries that he suffered, but I mean, as Big Ten play went on, it seemed like he got less and less efficient. And and I am kind of surprised by some of the hero ball stuff, given the fact that um, you know there there are probably five or six games in the first half of this season where he had three, four, five assists, and the offense would click. You know, on those days that that would happen. So. Yeah, it's just, it's been weird. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that this team has like a chemistry issue or anything like that, but uh, something is just off with this group. And uh, again, when you have this litany of issues, uh, again, it's not, I'm not saying to fire the guy, but I'm saying that when you have this many issues that seem like they would be easily correctable over the course of the season, um, and this is ba- basically goes back to what I said on social media yesterday was that. You know, I can I can wrap my head around the explanation that this is a you know a, a growing year, a learning year. You know, learning hard lessons from from some of these games. But you know, when you make the same mistakes over and over, um, you just you, at the end of the year when when it's all said and done, you are what your record says you are, and that's you know an average team in probably the most average Big Ten season that I've ever watched, and that's disappointing because I think this team. I think this team is better than that and uh, just hasn't been good enough all year. And that's, that's disappointing. Well done. Appreciate the conversation. You can follow Anthony Broom and the Wolverine.com team 24-7 on everything connected to Michigan athletics at the Wolverine.com. Appreciate the update, my friend. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right, Anthony Broom checking in. Superfly, I was distracted because on one of the Talking Head Network's they had a chihuahua and an and a gymnast doing a new basketball routine that popped in. I think it was a sports center. It's a chihuahua who will dribble a basketball, can shoot on the little mini hoop, and then the guy can do handstands with one hand and dribble with the other. I think it's Constative and Scooby. And they're probably going to end up being booked at all these arenas. It's a chihuahua that can dribble a basketball with his feet, and he dunks on a little mini hoop. A chihuahua. Oh, I did get an update. Now, Tony Gates is going to join me on Thursday's show, Sportsman Against Hunger. You can bring non-perishable goods to the Ultimate Outdoor Show on Thursday and get in free. Tony will uh, join me at the end of each hour talking to some of the people connected to hunting, fishing, and the outdoors all across Michigan. He says, if you want to get to the master class of baiting for freshwater fish in Michigan, he really recommends uh, night crawlers that you can buy in the little boxes at your little stores. If you don't dream of getting to the master class of fishing and baiting, then he says, enjoy it because there's so many freshwater lakes and rivers you can enjoy pure Michigan on. So I'm friends. With Eric Zane and Tony Gates, there is a God. And I look forward to Tony hanging out with me at the end of each hour, Thursday as I'm live at DeVos Place in downtown GR, the ultimate outdoor show. If you're into the outdoors this weekend, you need to be in Grand Rapids at the ultimate outdoor show. Later in this broadcast, I'll have a huge opinion on the job Morant situation with the gun at the strip club in Denver that he brandished on his social networks. And Brandon Miller, who's connected to a murder investigation, cleans up on SEC awards for Alabama basketball.
My huge opinion on both of those stories coming up within 20 minutes. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. The new M-Perks is here. Reward yourself with dollars off your purchases, fuel rewards, and more at Meyer. Earn 10 points on nearly every dollar you spend when you shop in-store or on Meyer.com. Then use your points to claim and redeem rewards any way you want. Plus, earn points for every qualifying prescription filled at your Meyer pharmacy. Download the Meyer app to sign up, or if you're already using M-Perks, start earning points and saving today. Save more with M-Perks. Exclusions apply. See Meyer.com to learn more. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at roastumber.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Join Van Andel Institute's Purple Community for the 11th Annual Grand Rapids Griffins Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at 7 p.m. at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. 100% of the proceeds will benefit groundbreaking cancer research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Don't miss out on the limited edition Griffins Purple Apparel and your chance to bid on purple jerseys after the game. Learn more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. The Ultimate Sports Show Grand Rapids is back March 9 through 12. Over four football fields of fishing tackle, fishing boats, fishing trips, and hunting gear all inside the Boss Place. Shop two acres of the newest tackle from Michigan dealers who know Michigan waters and game fish. With traveling specialty baits only available here once a year. Book the trip of a lifetime at lodges, fly-ins, charters, and resorts. Meet the guides and lodge owners at the show. It's a fishing boat supermarket. Get the best boat prices of the year from dealers who specialize in rigging them right. Free fishing and hunting seminars from the pros and guides on five stages. See Lake Ultimate with bass boats floating right on the lake. Plus rock climb and trout pond for the kids, hog trough and more. And the lumberjacks are back. See them climbing, chopping and log rolling on Lake Ultimate. It's all at the Ultimate Sports Show this Thursday through Sunday at DeVos Place. Thursday only, bring in a bag of six or more grocery items for sportsmen against hunger. Get free admission to the show. Go to ultimatesportshow.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. My huge opinion on the job, Morant. Brandishing the gun. Brandon Miller cleaning up on SEC awards when he brought the gun to somebody who committed a murder. I. You know how you're going to change all this? And my opinions will be coming up after the top of the hour. You have got to hold people accountable for their actions now. Moran has stepped away from the NBA for a couple of games. Could be longer. you got to hold them accountable. That's it. 
I even battle that as a father. That the younger generation today, if you try discipline or accountability, all of a sudden you're this horrible person. And I see other parents who say that. And I'm thinking, no, you hold a, you're not crazy. You hold your children. And teams should hold grown men, adults, accountable for their actions. That's how others will see what happened, and I'm not going to go there. So Brandon Miller can fake like he's getting patted down for a gun. Or John Moran, after getting involved in another alleged gun-related situation, you know, shot the pistols after making a three-pointer. It's a joke. I don't know if I'll need to do the opinion. I might have just did it. 24-7, every single interview, huge opinion, hour, and full show are free. To download our podcast, just search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge.